Welcome to Just Listen, a celebration of literature from Nashville Public Library. For more stories and poetry, visit our website at library.nashville.org. Please feel free to leave a comment or to make requests or recommendations. And now, for today's selection. Christina Georgina Rossetti, born on December 5, 1830, was an English poet who wrote a variety of romantic, devotional, and children's poems. She is famous for Goblin Market and Remember. She wrote the words of two Christmas carols well known in the British Isles, In the Bleak Midwinter, later set to music by Gustav Holst and by Harold Dark, and Love Came Down at Christmas, also set by Harold Dark and by other composers. Rossetti's most famous collection, Goblin Market and Other Poems, appeared in 1862, when she was 31. It received widespread critical praise, establishing her as the foremost female poet of the time. Hopkins, Swinburne, and Tennyson lauded her, and with the death of Elizabeth Barrett Browning in 1861, she was hailed as her natural successor. Christina Rossetti's life was filled with complications. For years she waited on an ailing father, wrestled with depression and illness herself, became the poetic voice of the new Pre-Raphaelite Brotherhood, an avant-garde artistic group that included her brother, the painter and poet Dante Gabriel Rossetti, for whom she posed as a model in several of his paintings. She struggled with crises of faith, turning down three suitors on religious grounds, and had to wrestle with the pressures of fame and notoriety. Often living in a house with four or five other female extended family members, she developed a keen and wary sense of the struggles and conflicts among women and treated them, in her poems, with the same knowing care and solicitude with which she examined matters of faith and devotion. Some of today's critics claim that among English poets, Rossetti is second only to Tennyson in terms of musical sound and form. Others find the resurgent interest in her work an anachronism. Whatever one thinks of her, her influence on 19th-century poetry is unquestionably rich and diverse. We begin today with a selection of devotional poems, then turn our attentions toward other topics—love, jealousy, and the burgeoning world of Victorian society. Long Baron Thou who didst hang upon a barren tree, my God, for me, though I till now be barren, now at length, Lord, give me strength to bring forth fruit to thee. Thou who didst bear for me the crown of thorn, spitting and scorn, though I till now have put forth thorns, yet now strengthen me, thou, that better fruit be born. Thou rose of Sharon, cedar of broad roots, vine of sweet fruits, thou lily of the vale with fadeless leaf, of thousands chief, feed thou my feeble shoots. Good Friday Am I a stone and not a sheep, that I can stand, O Christ, beneath thy cross, to number drop by drop thy blood's slow loss, and yet not weep? 
Not so those women loved, who with exceeding grief lamented thee. Not so fallen Peter, weeping bitterly. Not so the thief was moved. Not so the sun and moon, which hid their faces in a starless sky, a horror of great darkness at broad noon. I, only I. Yet give not o'er, but seek thy sheep, true shepherd of the flock. Greater than Moses, turn and look once more, and smite a rock. A bruised reed shall he not break. I will accept thy will to do and be, thy hatred and intolerance of sin, thy will at least to love, that burns within and thirsteth after me. So will I render fruitful, blessing still, the germs and small beginnings in thy heart, because thy will cleaves to the better part. Alas, I cannot will, Dost not thou will, poor soul? Yet I receive the inner unseen longings of the soul. I guide them turning towards me. I control and charm hearts till they grieve. If thou desire, it yet shall come to pass, though thou but wish indeed to choose my love, for I have power in earth and heaven above. I cannot wish, alas! What? neither choose nor wish to choose, and yet I still must strive to win thee and constrain. For thee I hung upon the cross in pain. How then can I forget? If thou as yet dost neither love nor hate nor choose nor wish, resign thyself. Be still till I infuse love, hatred, longing, will. I do not deprecate. A better resurrection. I have no wit, no words, no tears. My heart within me like a stone is numb too much for hopes or fears. Look right, look left, I dwell alone. I lift mine eyes, but dimmed with grief, no everlasting hills I see. My life is in the falling leaf. O Jesus, quicken me. My life is like a faded leaf. My harvest dwindled to a husk. Truly my life is void and brief and tedious in the barren dusk. My life is like a frozen thing. No bud nor greenness can I see. Yet rise it shall, the sap of spring. O Jesus, rise in me. My life is like a broken bowl, a broken bowl that cannot hold one drop of water for my soul, or cordial in the searching cold. Cast in the fire the perished thing, melt and remold it till it be a royal cup for him, my king. O Jesus, drink of me. What would I give? What would I give for a heart of flesh to warm me through? Instead of this heart of stone, ice cold, whatever I do, hard and cold and small, of all hearts the worst of all. What would I give for words if only words would come? But now in its misery my spirit has fallen dumb. O oh, merry friends, go your own way. 
I have never a word to say. What would I give for tears, not smiles, but scalding tears, to wash the black mark clean, and to thaw the frost of years, to wash the stain in grain, and to make me clean again. A Birthday My heart is like a singing bird whose nest is in a watered shoot. My heart is like an apple tree whose boughs are bent with thick-set fruit. My heart is like a rainbow shell that paddles in a halcyon sea. My heart is gladder than all these because my love is come to me. Raise me a dais of silk and down, hang it with vair and purple dyes. Carve it in doves and pomegranates and peacocks with a hundred eyes. Work it in gold and silver grapes, in leaves and silver fleur-de-lis, because the birthday of my life is come. My love is come to me. A Triad Three sang of love together. One with lips crimson, with cheeks and bosom in a glow, flushed to the yellow hair and fingertips. And one there sang, whose soft and smooth as snow bloomed like a tinted hyacinth at a show. And one was blue with famine after love, who like a harp-string snapped, rang harsh and low the burden of what those were singing of. One shamed herself in love, one temperately grew gross in soulless love, a sluggish wife. One famished died for love. Thus two of three took death for love and won him after strife. One droned in sweetness like a fattened bee, all on the threshold, yet all short of life. Remember, Remember me when I am gone away, gone far away into the silent land, when you can no more hold me by the hand, nor I half turn to go, yet turning stay. Remember me when no more day by day you tell me of our future that you planned. Only remember me. You understand it will be late to counsel then, or pray. Yet if you should forget me for a while and afterwards remember, do not grieve. For if the darkness and corruption leave a vestige of the thoughts that once I had, better by far you should forget and smile than that you should remember and be sad. After Death The curtains were half-drawn, the floor was swept and strewn with rushes. Rosemary and May lay thick upon the bed on which I lay, where through the lattice ivy shadows crept. He leaned above me, thinking that I slept and could not hear him, but I heard him say, Poor child, poor child. And as he turned away came a deep silence, and I knew he wept. He did not touch the shroud or raise the fold that hid my face or take my hand in his or ruffle the smooth pillows for my head. He did not love me living, but once dead he pitied me. 
and very sweet it is to know he still is warm, though I am cold. Another Spring If I might see another spring, I'd not plant summer flowers and wait. I'd have my crocuses at once, my leafless pink mazerions, my chill-veined snowdrops, choicer yet my white or azure violet, leaf-nested primrose, anything to blow at once, not late. If I might see another spring, I'd listen to the daylight birds that build their nests and pair and sing, nor wait for mateless nightingale. I'd listen to the lusty herds, the ewes with lambs as white as snow. I'd find out music in the hail and all the winds that blow. If I might see another spring, O oh, stinging comment on my past, that all my past results in if. If I might see another spring, I'd laugh today. Today is brief. I would not wait for anything. I'd use today that cannot last. Be glad today and sing. Sir Louise de la Misericorde or Sister Louise of Mercy I have desired and I have been desired, but now the days are over of desire. Now dust and dying embers mock my fire. Where is the hire for which my life was hired? O oh, vanity of vanities, desire. Longing and love, pangs of a perished pleasure. Longing and love, a disenkindled fire. And memory a bottomless gulf of mire. And love a fount of tears outrunning measure. O oh, vanity of vanities, desire. Now from my heart love's deathbed, Trickles, trickles, drop by drop slowly, drop by drop of fire, the dross of life, of love, of spent desire. Alas, my rose of life gone all to prickles, O oh, vanity of vanities, desire. O oh, vanity of vanities, desire, stunting my hope which might have strained up higher, turning my garden plot to barren mire, O oh, death-struck love, O oh, disenkindled fire, O oh, vanity of vanities, desire. Sister Maud Who told my mother of my shame? Who told my father of my dear? O oh, who but Maud, my sister Maud, who lurked to spy and peer? Cold he lies, as cold as stone, with his clotted curls about his face, the comeliest corpse in all the world, and worthy of a queen's embrace. You might have spared his soul, sister, have spared my soul, your own soul too. Though I had not been born at all, he'd never have looked at you. My father may sleep in paradise, my mother at heaven gate, but sister Maud shall get no sleep, either early or late. My father may wear a golden crown, my mother a crown may win. If my dear and I knocked at heaven gate, perhaps they'd let us in. But Sister Maud, oh Sister Maud, bide you with death and sin.
Youth Gone and Beauty Gone Youth gone and beauty gone, if ever there dwelt beauty in so poor a face as this. Youth gone and beauty, what remains of bliss? I will not bind fresh roses in my hair, to shame a cheek at best but little fair. Leave youth his roses, who can bear a thorn? I will not seek for blossoms anywhere, except such common flowers as blow with corn. Youth gone and beauty gone, what doth remain? The longing of a heart pent up forlorn, a silent heart whose silence loves and longs, the silence of a heart which sang its songs while youth and beauty made a summer morn, silence of love that cannot sing again. Life and Death Life is not sweet. One day it will be sweet to shut our eyes and die, nor feel the wild flowers blow, nor birds dart by with flitting butterfly, nor grass grow long above our heads and feet, nor hear the happy lark that soars sky high, nor sigh that spring is fleet and summer fleet, nor mark the waxing wheat, nor know who sits in our accustomed seat. Life is not good. One day it will be good to die, then live again, to sleep meanwhile, so not to feel the wane of shrunk leaves dropping in the wood, nor hear the foamy lashing of the mane, nor mark the blackened bean fields, nor where stood rich ranks of golden grain, only dead refuse, stubble clothed the plain, asleep from risk, asleep from pain. Noble Sisters Now did you mark a falcon, sister dear, sister dear, flying toward my window in the morning cool and clear, with jingling bells about her neck, but what beneath her wing? It may have been a ribbon, or it may have been a ring. I marked a falcon swooping at the break of day, but for your love, my sister dove, I frayed the thief away. Or did you spy a ruddy hound, sister fair and tall, when snuffing round my garden bound or crouched by my bower wall, with a silken leash about his neck, but in his mouth may be a chain of gold and silver links, or a letter writ to me? I heard a hound, high-born sister, stood baying at the moon. I rose and drove him from your wall, lest you should wake too soon. Or did you meet a pretty page, sat swinging on the gate, sat whistling, whistling like a bird, or maybe slept too late, with eaglets broidered on his cap and eaglets on his glove. If you had turned his pockets out, you had found some pledge of love. I met him at this daybreak. Scarce the east was red. Lest the creaking gate should anger you, I packed him home to bed. Oh, patient sister, did you see a young man tall and strong, Swift-footed to uphold the right and to uproot the wrong, come home across the desolate sea to woo me for his wife, and in his heart my heart is locked, and in his life my life. I met a nameless man, sister, hard by your chamber door. I said, her husband loves her much, and yet she loves him more. 
Fie, sister, fie, a wicked lie, a lie, a wicked lie. I have none other love but him, nor will have till I die. And you have turned him from our door and stabbed him with a lie. I will go seek him through the world in sorrow till I die. Go seek in sorrow, sister, and find in sorrow too. If thus you shame our father's name, my curse go forth with you. Maud Clare Out of the church she followed them with a lofty step and mien. His bride was like a village maid. Maud Clare was like a queen. Son Thomas, his lady mother said with smiles, almost with tears, may Nell and you but live as true as we have done for years. Your father thirty years ago had just your tale to tell, but he was not so pale as you, nor I so pale as Nell. My lord was pale with inward strife, and Nell was pale with pride. My lord gazed long on pale Maud Clare, or ere he kissed the bride. Lo, I have brought my gift, my lord, have brought my gift, she said, to bless the hearth, to bless the board, to bless the marriage bed. Here's my half of the golden chain you wore about your neck. That day we waited ankle deep for lilies in the beck. Here's my half of the faded leaves we plucked from the budding bough, with feet amongst the lily leaves. The lilies are budding now. He strove to match her scorn with scorn. He faltered in his place. Lady, he said. Maud Clare, he said. Maud Clare, and hid his face. She turned to Nell. My lady Nell, I have a gift for you. Though were it fruit, the bloom were gone. Or were it flowers, the dew. Take my share of a fickle heart. Mine of a paltry love. Take it or leave it as you will. I wash my hands thereof. And what you leave, said Nell, I'll take. And what you spurn, I'll wear. For he's my lord for better and worse. And him I love, Maud Clare. Yea, though you're taller by the head, More wise and much more fair, I'll love him till he loves me best. Me best of all, Maud Clare. Cousin Kate I was a cottage maiden, hardened by sun and air, contented with my cottage mates, not mindful I was fair. Why did a great lord find me out and praise my flaxen hair? Why did a great lord find me out to fill my heart with care? He lured me to his palace home, woes me for joy thereof, to lead a shameless, shameful life, his plaything and his love. He wore me like a silken knot, he changed me like a glove, so now I moan, an unclean thing, who might have been a dove. O Lady Kate, my cousin Kate, you grew more fair than I. He saw you at your father's gate, chose you, and cast me by. He watched your steps along the lane, your work among the rye. He lifted you from mean estate to sit with him on high. Because you were so good and pure, he bound you with his ring. The neighbors call you good and pure, call me an outcast thing. Even so I sit and howl in dust, 
you sit in gold and sing. Now which of us has tenderer heart? You had the stronger wing. O cousin Kate, my love was true, your love was writ in sand. If he had fooled not me but you, if you stood where I stand, he'd not have won me with his love nor bought me with his land. I would have spit into his face and not have taken his hand. Yet I've a gift you have not got, and seem not like to get. For all your clothes and wedding ring, I've little doubt you fret. My fair-haired son, my shame, my pride, cling closer, closer yet. Your father would give lands for one to wear his coronet. L.E.L. Whose heart was breaking for a little love. Downstairs I laugh, I sport and jest with all, But in my solitary room above I turn my face in silence to the wall. My heart is breaking for a little love. Though winter frosts are done, And birds pair every one, And leaves peep out, For springtide is begun. I feel no spring, While spring is well nigh blown. I find no nest, While nests are in the grove. Woe's me for mine own heart that dwells alone, My heart that breaketh for a little love. While golden in the sun, Rivulets rise and run, While lilies bud, For springtide is begun. All love are loved, save only I. Their hearts beat warm with love and joy, Beat full thereof. They cannot guess who play the pleasant parts, My heart is breaking for a little love while beehives wake and whir, and rabbit thins his fur, in living spring that sets the world astir. I deck myself with silks and jewelry, I plume myself like any mated dove. They praise my rustling show, and never see my heart is breaking for a little love. While sprouts green lavender with rosemary and myrrh, for in quick spring the sap is all astir. Perhaps some saints in glory guess the truth. Perhaps some angels read it as they move and cry one to another full of ruth. Her heart is breaking for a little love. Though other things have birth and leap and sing for mirth when springtime wakes and clothes and feeds the earth. Yet saith a saint, Take patience for thy scythe. Yet saith an angel, Wait, for thou shalt prove true best is last, true life is born of death. O oh, thou heart broken for a little love! Then love shall fill thy girth, and love make fat thy dearth, when new spring builds new heaven and clean new earth. The Convent Threshold There's blood between us, love, my love. There's father's blood, there's brother's blood, and blood's a bar I cannot pass. I choose the stairs that mount above, stare after golden skyward stare, to city and to sea of glass. My lily feet are soiled with mud, with scarlet mud which tells a tale of hope that was, 
of guilt it was, of love that shall not yet avail. Alas, my heart, if I could bear my heart, this selfsame stain is there. I seek the sea of glass and fire to wash the spot, to burn the snare. Low stairs are meant to lift us higher. Mount with me, mount the kindled stair. Your eyes look earthward, mine look up. I see the far-off city grand, beyond the hills a watered land, beyond the gulf a gleaming strand of mansions where the righteous sup, who sleep at ease among their trees, or wake to sing a cadenced hymn with cherubim and seraphim. They bore the cross, they drained the cup, Racked, roasted, crushed, wrenched limb from limb, they the offscouring of the world, the heaven of starry heavens unfurled, the sun before their face is dim. You looking earthward, what see you? Milk-white, wine-flushed among the vines, up and down leaping to and fro, most glad, most full, made strong with wines, blooming as peaches pearled with dew. Their golden windy hair afloat, love music warbling in their throat. Young men and women come and go. You linger, yet the time is short. Flee for your life, gird up your strength to flee. The shadows stretched at length show that day wanes, that night draws nigh. Flee to the mountain, tarry not. Is this a time for smile and sigh? For songs among the secret trees where sudden bluebirds nest and sport? The time is short, and yet you stay. Today, while it is called today, kneel, wrestle, knock, do violence, pray. Today is short, tomorrow nigh. Why will you die? Why will you die? You sinned with me a pleasant sin. Repent with me, for I repent. Woe's me the lore I must unlearn. Woe's me that easy way we went, so rugged when I would return. How long until my sleep begin? How long must stretch these nights and days? Surely clean angels cry, she prays. She laves her soul with tedious tears. How long must stretch these years and years? I turn from you my cheeks and eyes, my hair which you shall see no more. Alas, for joy that went before, for joy that dies, for love that dies. Only my lips still turn to you, my livid lips that cry, Repent, O weary life, O weary Lent, O weary time whose stars are few. How should I rest in paradise or sit on steps of heaven alone if saints and angels spoke of love? Should I not answer from my throne? Have pity upon me, ye my friends, for I have heard the sound thereof. Should I not turn with yearning eyes, turn earthwards with a pitiful pang? Oh, save me from a pang in heaven, by all the gifts we took and gave. Repent, repent, and be forgiven. This life is long, but yet it ends. Repent and purge your soul and save. No gladder song the morning stars upon their birthday morning sang than angels sing when one repents. I tell you what I dreamed last night. A spirit with transfigured face, fire-footed, clomb an infinite height. 
I heard his hundred pinions clang. Heaven bells rejoicing rang and rang. Heaven air was thrilled with subtle scents. Worlds spun upon their rushing cars. He mounted shrieking, Give me light! Still light was poured on him, more light. Angels, archangels, he outstripped, exultant in exceeding might, and trod the skirts of cherubim. Still give me light, he shrieked, and dipped his thirsty face, and drank a sea, a thirst with thirst it could not slake. I saw him, drunk with knowledge, take from aching brows the oriole crown, his locks writhed like a cloven snake. He left his throne to grovel down and lick the dust of seraph's feet. For what is knowledge duly weighed? Knowledge is strong, but love is sweet. Yea, all the progress he had made was but to learn that all is small save love, for love is all in all. I tell you what I dreamed last night. It was not dark, it was not light. Cold dews had drenched my plenteous hair through clay. You came to seek me there, and do you dream of me, you said? My heart was dust that used to leap to you. I answered half asleep. My pillow is damp. My sheets are red. There's a leaden tester to my bed. Find you a warmer playfellow, a warmer pillow for your head, a kinder love to love than mine. You wrung your hands while I, like lead, crushed downwards through the sodden earth. You smote your hands, but not in mirth. You reeled, but were not drunk with wine. For all night long I dreamed of you. I woke and prayed against my will, then slept to dream of you again. At length I rose and knelt and prayed. I cannot write the words I said. My words were slow, my tears were few but through the dark my silence spoke like thunder. When this morning broke, my face was pinched, my hair was gray, and frozen blood was on the sill where stifling in my struggle I lay. If now you saw me, you would say, Where is the face I used to love? And I would answer, Gone before, it tarries veiled in paradise. When once the morning star shall rise, when earth with shadow flees away and we stand safe inside the door, then you shall lift the veil thereof. Look up, rise up, for far above our palms are grown, our place is set. There we shall meet as once we met, and love with old familiar love. Thanks for joining us. Tune in to another session of Just Listen by visiting your Nashville Public Library website at library.nashville.org.